welcome to Leader Flow, hydration for thirsty leaders, a preeminent source of curated world-class leadership resources that will enable you to grow your influence and multiply your impact. Alex Sapala and Steve Kane are experienced leaders in both the profit and non-profit sectors, giving them a unique vantage point which enables them to deliver multi-dimensional leadership principles and practices to help maximize your leadership flow. Let's join the conversation. G'day, Steve. G'day, mate. How are you? Good. What's been happening in your world, buddy? Well, it's been quite busy lately, but we've been working on a, a little project uh, in our spare time, which um, I think we should share that with everybody sometime soon. But mm-hmm. let's let's we'll save it for another day. But it's exciting. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I think you know something <laughs> about it. But I think I might, but anyway. Yeah, but no, it's been it's been great. I'm really excited about what's going on at the moment, and yeah, it's fun coming in doing a podcast together and. To be here once again with you. Indeed. You're looking great. rather sharp. If You can't see, but Alex is wearing a, a business shirt today. I'm always. Did you have, did you have, a, did you have a meeting, mate? I did have, had a, uh, had a meeting and um, it's nice to dress up in a suit and shirt and, and yeah, we, we omit the tie, but yeah, it's, I, I enjoy dressing. Yeah. Dress well, for the occasion. That's it. Well, um. I've done my hair today, which is pretty hard to do. Yeah. I went to the barbers the other day and they gave me a haircut and they um they charged me 50 bucks. You I said, went, <laughs> went, what? 50 bucks? Are you serious? It's not like you're styled it, dude. He goes, five bucks for cutting, 45 bucks for finding. <laughs> So it was, a, it was a finder's fee, not a cutter's fee. Doing a search fee. Both <laughs> Alex and I are bold. So, search um, and rescue, man. Yeah, we, we, we're both uh, envy people who get to go to the hairdressers and get a little bit of that head massage thing. We, we miss out these days. No, it's, uh, I saw a bumper sticker, which was fabulous. It said, God only made a few perfect heads. On the rest, he put hair. Yeah, they don't put marble tops on cheap furniture either, do they? There you go. There so you go. now we, we've heard all the bold jokes that there is. I'm sure there's a few new ones we haven't yet, but anyway, keep going. So come on, talk to me, man. What's going on? Well, for a number of years as a pastor, I specialised in working with young people as a director of youth ministries for different states and territories around Australia and New Zealand and the Pacific. But part of my role, Alex, was to organise youth rallies that young people from local churches across the region would come to. They were, in essence, church services that were geared towards young people and were highlight events for them. And as a leader, I felt it was important to model being a leader who serves. So sometimes I would intentionally grab a garbage bag after lunch and go around picking up the rubbish in full view of all the young people and the leaders <laughs> that I had working with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was really surprising how many times people would come up to me and say, you don't need to do that. And I'd say, you're right. I don't need to, but I choose to. Yeah. And I said, look, I, I want to show people that as a leader, you're not beyond any task or job. I, I want to be a leader in the attitude of service and I wanted to model this for others. And people were often quite shocked by that, but they could see the point of what I was what I was doing. You know, being a leader is about being useful, 
Benjamin Franklin once said, no one is useless in this world who lightens the burden of it for someone else. That's a very good saying. I love Ben, ben Franklin. So what impact did you, modelling servant leadership, have on the ones that watched pick up those papers and things? Well, yeah, certainly some people expressed how impressed they were by it. Often no one said anything. But I think the greatest dividend came in terms of the attitude of service in leadership that was being caught by the team. That's where the real benefit lay. Yeah, for sure. And, and really, it depends on the organisation that you're in, but I imagine that it would seem a little strange for some to put leaders and serving people together like that. In other words, people often view leader as a leader as one who sets the vision, casts the vision, and influences others to do the job. And, and sure, that is part of it. But the impact of humility and service on your teams was obviously tangible for you. Yeah, that's right. The leadership is also about inspiring people and giving them an example of the key attitudes that make a lasting and sustainable difference to everyone. And to avoid being or becoming a selfish leader where the mindset is people should serve me as the leader. And I've had examples of others where that was the case they led in such a way that it was all about them you'd mm. go to meetings and it was all about them and you were there for like you know 40 minutes to an hour and a half sometimes and i remember one particular person every time you were there he, i may no one may as well have come to the meeting because he had all the good ideas he was the one who spoke all the time and it was just i could you're there and you just go why am i here isn't that funny and it's you know, they'll sit there and they'll talk all about themselves for, for a while and they go, oh, enough about me. Why don't you talk about me now? <laughs> so yeah. so what are some of the key things that you've, you've observed, some of the key things that a leader can be aware of and needs to be aware of and to things that they need to do to help people actually develop their service IQ? And I call it IQ because it really is – it's something that we need to serving as a leader is a is is really is should be a quotient uh, like like IQ is. Uh, so what are what are the, some of the things you've observed that leaders can need to be aware of and can actually help their people do to become more of service? Look, myself as well as others like John Maxwell, who he's done a great little summary of that, and um, and there's other people similar who have had similar thoughts and ideas. I think the first thing is don't rely on your position or title. Hmm. You know, that conveys nothing about the attitude in which you lead and approach things. You've got a title, you've got a position. Oh, well, good for you. Okay, well done. You've made it. Yeah, let's give you a round of applause. But you, you don't want to be like all wrapped up in your title. Rather rely on how you serve others as the leader of the team. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, it's... It's interesting, the, um, the, the, the better you can become as a leader, the less you rely on titles uh, because leadership is not about titles. It's about relationships and yeah. influence, isn't it? So, yeah, what else have we got, Pat? Absolutely. Believe in the people and their potential. Mm. Well, you can't do anything on your own. So if you don't believe in your people, then what's the point? 
you're not really leading anything. Yeah, you? I mean, if you if if you only needed yourself, well, then the, if, the more you make it about you, the worse it is as a leader. Being in leadership, it's about your people and it's about their potential and what you can do together. It's not about you and focusing in on making you the champion. It's about making the team the champion. But believing in your people also talks about you putting trust in people too. So we need to trust them to believe in them. We need to trust them and release them to do the job that they're employed to do. Yeah, there's nothing worse, isn't there, when someone says, oh, can you do this? But then they don't trust you to actually do it. Yeah, and they're micromanaging everything that you do. Well, you may as well let them do it. That's right. You say, hey, look, these are the parameters. Uh, At the end of the day, we want this to happen. And, and, you know, you go about it how you like to go about it. But, yeah, this is what I'd love to see happen as a result. So, okay, so we don't rely on your positional title. And and we know from, you know, when we talk about our, our teaching of the five levels of leadership, uh, yeah, but title and position is the, the, lowest. The, the, the lowest level. It's your entry level leadership position, regardless how high in the, the tree you are. Um, you talk about believing in people and their potential and allowing them to actually live into their potential. What else have we got? See things from the perspective of others. It's easy to see things from your own shoes, but thinking through, well, how, how do others view it? And what would it be like to sit on the opposite side of the table to you? So you would then need to, to do that effectively, you actually need to then listen to another person without judgment on their perspective. So you need to hear what they're saying to actually get to, to understand their perspective because they'll say something about it and you go, oh, wow, is that how you see it? Maybe, oh, that's not what I meant. What I should have done was this. Yeah. And so this is what you're saying, really, is is actually see things from another person's perspective because they may not get what you're what you're sending. Yes, and right. also, and also as from a leadership point of view, if you are sitting opposite yourself and <laughs> just from imagine taking yourself outside yourself and looking back at you leading, I do it often. What 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 is it? <laughs> yeah, what what is it? What does it feel like to have you as a leader? Yeah. What does it look like to have you as a leader? Goodness me, and we're still here. Yeah, Yeah, I know. That's fabulous. I'm surprised some people put up with me, to be honest, sometimes. (laughs) I can't put up with you, Nona King. So create – okay, so see things from others' perspective. And that's such an enriching way of living life. Yeah. Because just the way you – just because you see things one way doesn't make it truth. Yeah, and remember we're talking about um, improving your serving – capacity as a leader or you're right. serving heart, heart as a leader yeah so, so the other thing you can do is you know create an environment of encouragement mm, encouragement and not everyone's good at this because not everyone has the capacity to encourage others and so this takes quite a bit of skill and it takes a bit of work to actually create an environment of encouragement so how can we do that you know in a, in a nutshell how can we better help others in, or in, how, how can we better help to encourage others well i think number one is praise the not only what's done that's right but praise the attitude that goes behind doing something well so even when something is wrong don't look at the issue of what happened more about the attitude and praise the attitude yeah that's good yeah like because it, someone might have failed on something but how they were when they went into it, you can still find something to praise and say, hey, yeah, look, it didn't work out kind of how you would have thought 
it would have. But I just want to encourage you that you didn't give up. You stuck it out. And even though you didn't get the result that we you were hoping for, let's just reflect on that, learn from it and grow from it. And I just appreciate that, you know, you have the courage to actually even do that. So you're not saying sugar, don't sugarcoat it. You're saying, okay, praise, praise, find something that is praiseworthy yeah. and praise it. You don't you don't win friends or influence people by just dogging them. Yeah, okay. And and sooner or later, people are hoping that what they do, does it matter? Does it make a difference to the organization or the team? Great. Now, for some people, they get their motivation from encouragement. For other people, it might be a little bit of quality time with them. It might be letting everyone know how valuable they are to the team. Mm-hmm. Find out what it is that makes them feel special or makes them feel appreciated. Great. And use their language rather than your language. But in, in essence, yeah, creating an environment of encouragement. Yep. So it's not just about you and then ticking the numbers for you, but it's encouraging the whole team to, to be a part of this and that we're in it together. So if success, I mean, if, if we were to measure success um, – by our failures, you know, because you're talking about they're creating an environment of courage. So we're actually looking for even the seeds of success within even in the, the things that haven't gone well. How can we then measure our success if we're looking at encouragement? Because I'm, I'm a little bit lost yeah. on that. So measure your success by how much you value and add value to others ah, as a leader. So it doesn't always have to be about, hey, we, we had the win but you're looking at what you've done that's actually created a value position for another person. Yeah, so as a leader, you, you can see how much, where, how big a serving heart do you have as a leader? Yep. Well, the more that you add value to others, yep. that's a measurement of success. So for you as a leader, say to yourself, how much value do, do I add to others? Mm-hmm. Or, did I, or did I add value to others today? Yep, excellent. Good. And use that as a... A measure of success because it means that you're other-focused. Or perhaps, where did I add value to others today? Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's another yeah. great way to say it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay. So what you're modeling as a serving leader is so powerful to your team. A serving leader is others-focused and not self-focused. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And like a great that. question to ask yourself in leadership is, am I a ladder climber or a ladder builder? That's interesting. Because ladder climbers sometimes have the capacity to just crawl over the top of other people. Someone mm-hmm. else created that ladder and they're crawling over the top of others to so, climb that ladder in so front of them. they'll stand all over their head to get to the top. Exactly. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. But, but other people are ladder builders. Mm-hmm. They create the capacity for people to climb too. And if you're a ladder climber, it's about others serving you. Mm. But if you're a ladder builder... It's about you serving others and helping everyone get to the top. Mm. So the question is, do you look down on people or help raise them up? Yeah, that's good. You know, and a serving leader really inspires a culture of serving in the team. So the whole team gets involved and you can't help but be on a winning path when this happens. You talk about when your whole team is actually serving, it's not just you. So they're serving each other. We're creating a culture where we're helping others succeed. So others in the team, sure, there might still be competition, but the competitive competitiveness comes out against the market, not against each other. Yeah. And they help each other succeed. And when you've 
when you're in that flow, and I can tell you we've got a team just like that, you 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 are in in a really good space. You, can't you are help. in a really good space. Exactly. That's that, and that's exactly the point, isn't it? Winning together. Absolutely. That's fantastic, mate. It's, it's no good for the leader to be all about you because one's too great a number for any great significance. That's exactly right. And you know what? I can tell you that I, I we've we've achieved some level of success over the last seven or eight, nine years, and it's the team. As a team, we have achieved the success. It's not me. They make me look good. These guys are fantastic. They are really good at what they do. And we just keep winning and keep keep producing and and it's a fabulous thing. It's a great feeling to know that you're not needed, <laughs> but you're wanted. That's right. And there's a huge thing. So thank you for raising that, mate. So a leader who serves others, not as there to be served. Those days of the CEO or the leader who's who sits behind his desk with his feet on his desk and is waiting to be served have gone. The servant leader needs to be out front and actually leading by example. And it's, it's learning how to serve others that we really then become, as a leader, a humbled, humbled leader. Because then you realize that you are in a position not of power but of service. And by serving, you have power. It's an amazing thing. And when, Steve? And when, yeah, and when you are serving others as a leader, mm. that trickles down through to everybody else. Absolutely. And there is something very powerful in that, yep. and it's a winning pathway. People want to join you, man, left, right, and center. That's the way it works. So Steve Kane, fantastic. Thanks for, for coming in today. That was an absolutely great message. I really appreciate that, that we discussed that. Um, you know, if you guys have got questions out there in relation to anything about leadership or you want to make comment regarding anything we've talked about today or any of our podcasts, please go across to leaderflow.com.au, leave a message there for us. Or alternatively, you can go to our Facebook page and you'll find us at Leaderflow. And we look forward to being of service to you long into the future. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Alex. See you next time. See you, Thanks for listening to the Leader Flow podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable Leader Flow information can be found on our website, leaderflow.com.au.